Yo, ladies and gentlemen, we have a loaded episode for you today. We are going to be talking about the verdict on Derek Chauvin. We're also going to be talking about LeBron James and his tweet. We're also going to be talking about Micaiah Bryant and her shooting and what the truth is regarding it. Let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome, welcome to the Chris Tubbs Show. I am your host, Chris Tubbs. I'm so happy that you guys are here watching and listening to me on any of the platforms you guys are doing so. I appreciate you guys. If you guys are new here, if you guys are new here, just want to let you guys know, we look at everything that is going on in the world. Everything going on in the world, we look at the stories, we take the hot topics, we look at what's going on in the culture, and we look at it from a biblical and a founding father perspective. And then we give you guys solutions based off of that. So we're going to go ahead and get into our very first topic. And the first topic is talking about Derek Chauvin's verdict. Now, if you guys haven't heard, the verdict says that he is guilty. The jury says he is guilty of second degree murder, third degree murder, in second-degree manslaughter. I'm not going to go ahead and define what those are. You guys can go ahead and look them up on your own. But here's the thing that I want to give you guys, the simplified version. They're saying that he is guilty. They're saying that he killed him. And a lot of people are saying, oh, well, yay, justice is served, right? And I think a lot of people would be happy about that. But although that the BLM is excited and was excited to see that that doesn't matter to them they're still wanting to abolish the police they're still wanting to riot they're still wanting to loot because they're saying it's because of reparations right they're saying because of what y'all did in the very past we should be given back what you have taken from us now that's not true it's not real at all that's not uh what should be happening at all in america But according to what the jury said, that is what they're going off of. That is what they're going off of. So let's go ahead and look at the evidence that was presented in the case, okay? Because I really think this is, this should be put into context. Because if you don't look at the evidence, you don't look at the details of the entire story, you're just going to go with whatever you feel like is necessary. And so here's some of the facts I want to give you guys. George Floyd was high out of his mind. He had a dangerous amount of fentanyl inside his system and a little bit of methamphetamine. He also was a criminal in the very past. He was distributing counterfeited bills, okay? He was also um, in jail. He also went into a home with two women had a gun pointed at one of the women's stomachs and was trying to rob her. Now, giving you the background of George Floyd and what was happening, everyone is trying, especially the left, the left is trying to feel sympathetic for George Floyd. Okay, and just listen to what Nancy Pelosi said about George Floyd after the verdicts went out. Here it is. Thank you, George Floyd. 
for sacrificing your life for justice, for being there to call out to your mom. How, how heartbreaking was that? Call out for your mom. I can't breathe. But because of you and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will always be synonymous with justice. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Here's the thing. For one, George Floyd did not sacrifice himself. No, he didn't want to be caught by the cops at all. He didn't want to be apprehended like the way he was at all. He tried to get away. He resisted arrest. And this isn't the first time that he resisted arrest. Now look at this. Can you undo your uh, seatbelt, sir? Sir, passenger, can you undo your seatbelt? Go, go ahead and undo your seatbelt. I, I, don't, I don't plan on shooting you. I'm just saying, just take, it, take your time. Okay, relax. Just undo your seatbelt. Let her take care of her guy. Just keep your hands out where I can see him. Hey! Let me... Keep your hands where I can, can see him! Okay? Put them up on the dash. Put them on the dash. I'm not going to shoot you. Put your hands on the dash! Put your hands on the dash. The last time I'm going to tell you that. It's simple. He has a history. He has a history. And so Nancy Pelosi saying this <laughs> is, oh my goodness, man. She's just so out of touch. She just doesn't get it. She doesn't get what is going on. She just doesn't. She just, she is a big, big manipulator in people's emotions. She panders a lot, of course, just like with any other left, any other leftist member does. They pander, they pander, they pander. And so, if you look at George Floyd's history and what he was, he was a criminal, right? Okay, you got to put that into context. He was a criminal. He resisted arrest during the time that he was trying to be put into the cop car, okay? And he had an immense amount of drugs inside his system. He had an immense amount of drugs inside his system. Now, looking at the medical analysis, okay, looking at the medical analysis from the autopsy, they were saying that he did not die because of what the knee was putting on his neck. And look, here's some more footage of the, uh, the whole situation because from this footage, it looks like Derek Chauvin's knee is not on his neck but more on his shoulder. Look at this. So what we're seeing here, again, this is at 8.23 and 32 seconds, correct? Yes, sir. And obviously this is taken from one of the body cameras, and here you can see uh, down in that area the leg placement of the officer, correct? Yes, sir. And based on your observation of this photograph, it appears that the shin is coming from the, the top of the shoulder, across the shoulder blade, correct? Yes, sir. And it, and it be, appears to be at an angle pointed in towards the squad car, correct? Yes, sir. I'm sorry if you're not able to watch this, but it looks like that his knee is not on his neck, but on his shoulder, okay? Now, there are people saying that, well, why didn't they? he just use a different technique? This was unjustified. He didn't have to do this. Well, 
actually, he was going by protocol. He was going by protocol. This is what they're trained to do, ladies and gentlemen. This is what they're trained to do. Now, you could say that you have a problem with how they're trained. That's fine. I get that. And I might even agree with you. I might. But here's the thing. Derek Chauvin was going by what he knew. Now, the second officer that was helping him, uh, helping put George Floyd onto the ground because he was resisting arrest, okay, asked him, hey, do you want to go ahead and flip him over? Do you want to, uh, do you want to flip him over? He asked him twice. Derek Chauvin said no the first time and didn't answer the second time. Now, mind you, okay, now, mind you, there were... There, there was an audience there watching George Floyd be put onto the ground, right? It was a big scene, a big scene in that, in that part of the city. And so I, I'm not saying that Derek Chauvin, what he did was right. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is put yourself in the, the, the shoes of, of being a police officer in that moment. Would you want to listen to people who are are yelling at you, telling you how to do your job when you've been trained, when you've been doing this for years. And then you also have them yelling at you, but then you have the, uh, the, the hype or the, the, the dangerous situation with this guy who has a criminal record, who has a past, right? There's another little tidbit that I have with this is that George Floyd was not a martyr in any of this. According to the facts, the medical analysis from the autopsy, it says that he died because of how much drugs he had in his system. And because of the amount of drugs he had in his system, it just, he, he pretty much overdosed. So in my opinion, Mr. Floyd had a sudden cardiac arrhythmia or cardiac arrhythmia due to his atherosclerotic and hypertensive heart disease, or you can write that down multiple different ways, um, during his restraint and subdual by the police, or restrained by the police. Um, and then his significant contributory conditions would be, since I've already put the heart disease in part one, he would have the toxicology, the fentanyl, and methamphetamine. Um, there is exposure to a vehicle exhaust, so potentially carbon monoxide poisoning, or at least an effect from increased carbon monoxide in his bloodstream, and paraganglionoma, or the other natural disease process that he has. So um, all of those combined to cause Mr. Floyd's death. All right. And he got claustrophobic and he couldn't breathe because of the situation that he was in. Now, is it tragic that he died? Absolutely. 100%. It's tragic that George Floyd died. Look, I don't like seeing people die. I, I don't. If George Floyd put himself in that position, right? George Floyd, from all the choices that he had in his past, it put him there in that position. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying that him dying was okay. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying because of his decisions and from his past, it led him to that point right there. 
Imagine if he made a few different decisions. Just imagine if he didn't resist arrest at all. Imagine if he didn't. Imagine if he actually complied with the cops and went into the, the cop car. This would have never happened. This would have never happened. Now, who are you going to blame? Who are you going to blame? I'm going to be linking all of the evidence that I have for you guys so that you can make an informed decision by yourself. My opinion, I believe that Derek Chauvin was convicted wrong. I believe that he should have not at all been convicted of murder. It is clear in the medical analysis, in the autopsy, that George Floyd did not die because of Derek Chauvin. But let me tell you something. The left and everybody else in the mob don't care about that. They don't care about that. All they care about is trying to get their way because they're entitled babies. And then you have the enablers who are the politicians in the left. It's stupid. And we need to stop it. So let's go ahead and get into our second story, okay? We're going to be getting into what happened with Micaiah Bryant. And it again, this is very unfortunate with what happened. I, I, I don't like hearing about this, but at the same time, it was justified, okay? So I'm going to be playing the body cam footage of what happened. Then we're going to go ahead and decipher what happened. So here it is. Sorry, here. Never mind. Thank you. Hey. What's going on? Hey, what's going on? Hey, 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 get down, get down, get down, get down. Now, looking at that footage, okay, if you weren't able to watch it, I'm going to explain it to you. In that video, it shows that the police officer has shot Miss Bryant. The reason why he shot Miss Bryant is because Miss Bryant was going to go ahead and stab the woman that she was attacking. Now, the woke left, the mainstream media, is absolutely just blown up over this. They didn't look at all the facts in the very first place. They didn't understand the entire context of the situation, and they immediately went ahead and played the race card. And according to LeBron James in his tweet that he put out and deleted, by the way, he said and put a quicker quoting, you're next. And the picture was the officer that shot Miss Bryant. That's pretty messed up. That is pretty messed up. Now, I think it was extremely, extremely irresponsible from LeBron James to put that picture out because it shows something. If you're not looking at the entire picture, it looks like he's saying from a different perspective that he wants to incite violence against that guy. That looks really bad. And so I think that's one of the reasons why he deleted it. But another, none of the less, he shouldn't have said that at all. And it's, it, it's, it's unfortunate to see the left, the mainstream media, go ahead and play the race card in this and say that the police needs to be abolished. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to defund the police, or rather just get rid of the police, you might be a commie and you might be a maniac. Truly. Because it is 
in those instances that the police officer actually saved that woman's life. He was a hero. And thank God, I am so happy. I'm so happy that he did save that woman's life. That's awesome. Now, imagine if he didn't shoot Miss Bryant, right? Imagine if he didn't. What do you think the mainstream media would have said? What do you think the BLM, what do you think every single Marxist and leftist would have said? They would have said, well, why didn't the police officer do his job? He should have stopped that shooting. You know, maybe we should put in social workers because they would do a better job. Oh, really? Try putting a social worker in that instance. It was heightened. He got there and not even 30 seconds later, he had to shoot somebody because that woman was going to go stab that other woman. I don't think a social worker would have done a great job in that place. Now, in fact, look at this. Okay. I read this article here. It says no opportunity to de-escalate. Use of force experts say Columbus officer obeyed training in shooting of Miss Bryant. An Ohio criminal justice professor who studied the fatal use of force by law enforcement officers didn't hesitate to render an opinion after watching body camera video of a Columbus police officer fatally shooting a 16-year-old girl Tuesday afternoon on the city's southeast side, okay? He said, my first impression is that the police officer was legally justified in using deadly force. I totally agree, 100%. And the reason why is because if he didn't, he wouldn't have saved that woman's life. That is what a police officer is actually supposed to do. Do you know what the police officer's role is in our lives? It is to protect and serve, and you're doing it underneath the oath of the Constitution. That is what the police officer is supposed to do, to protect and serve the people. Majority of police officers, I know, I have uh, friends from high school who are police officers. They are doing it because they want to help and they want to serve their communities. They want to give back. That is, that is such a selfless thing to do. And I love it. It's showing that you care about people. You want to help better the community, the, the people around you. I think that's amazing. That's incredible. They put their lives on the line every single day. A lot of them don't know what's going to happen. They don't know if they're going to be coming home to their families or their friends the next day. They don't. But they do it because they want to serve. They want to help and they love people deep down. And that is what this police officer did. I'm happy. It is justified, 100% justified, that this police officer, this Columbus, Ohio police officer, shot Miss Bryant. 100% justified. And like I said, it is tragic with what happened to her, you know, but once again, just like with George Floyd, what if she didn't had made that choice in the very beginning. Do you think she would have gotten shot? Probably not. Probably not. And now you're seeing celebrities, you're seeing athletes, black athletes, even white athletes, all over the world crying out for social justice. 
because they think it's the right thing to do and they think that police are systemically racist and they think America should be 100% broken down to its core, down to the foundation and be rebuilt. Really? Let me ask you, LeBron James, if America uh, systemically racist, you wouldn't have a job. And you wouldn't be one of the richest men in the world. And that is thanks to America. Here's a picture of LeBron James being guarded by police. Crazy, right? Yeah, right there, ladies and gentlemen, right there. He's being guarded by police, right? Rules for thee, but not for me. Huh. It's it's a bummer. It's sad to see that. Sad to see what's happening with these woke athletes. And I'm not saying every single athlete and every single celebrity is like that. No. But imagine if, imagine if LeBron James just held his tongue, held his tongue just for a day, one more day, and looked at the footage, looked at the evidence. Do you think, once again, do you think that... Do you think do you think he would be been in the news today? Probably not. LeBron James, come on man. I love you as an athlete. I love you as a player. You're incredible. In my opinion, you're the best to ever do it. 100%. But let me tell you something, man. You playing politics on the outside is not helping your image at all. It's not. And if you say that you don't care, that's a bullshit. You do care. You need to care because this is actually not helping you at all. And you're helping break down America more and more. And it's not cool. You wouldn't have the job. You wouldn't be where you are. You wouldn't be, you wouldn't have what you have if you didn't have America. Try going to some other country and doing what you're doing right now, man. It wouldn't, it wouldn't work. It would not be the same. So, ladies and gentlemen, what do we do? What do we do? What do we need to learn from this? And how, how, do we, how do we teach other people? Because I was having a conversation. Uh, I went to the dentist. I got my final crown on my tooth. Okay, by the way, here, just a little side uh, bunny trail here. The tooth, the final crown that I have is made out of porcelain. So, um, I think it's funny because... Toilets and bathtubs and everything are made out of porcelain. So I have a, I have a toilet tooth, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's pretty cool. But regardless of that, I was talking to some of the front office ladies there, and we we got into a conversation about politics. And this one lady was talking to me, and she was describing to me how um, some of her friends and family just do not want to be taught or shown the truth. And look, you're gonna have that. You're going to have that. There are plenty of people that I know, even within my own family, that do not want or want to have a conversation about this at all. And it's a bummer. It's, it's a bummer. It's a big bummer. But that doesn't mean we stop loving them. That doesn't mean that we keep loving them and showing them God's love for them. It doesn't. See, it starts with relationship. If you want to have a deep conversation with them, if you want to have a 
thought-provoking conversation with somebody. You have to show respect. You have to show love. You have to show kindness. You have to do these things first, and you have to do it from an avenue of not trying to persuade them. You have to do it to listen, to listen. You have to listen to what they're saying, listen to their heart, listen to their motives, listen to their whys, because if you do that, that's going to show value to them. And then from there, you can go forward and try to show them a different way of looking at what is happening. But it starts with showing with showing love to them. And it, it can be hard. I get it. 100%. But that is why we have the Holy Spirit. That is why we have the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit can help us and give us the strength to love the hard people to love. It's true. So we got to continue to do that, ladies and gentlemen. We have to continue to trust God. Follow the Holy Spirit. If you don't know, Holy Spirit, if you want to know more, message me on Instagram. You guys can go ahead and do that at the Chris Tubbs there. And I can give you some details on who the Holy Spirit is and help you understand what his role is in our life. But we got we have to continue to trust God. It, that is that is the basic point of this. And the reason why I talk about politics, and I was thinking about this um, yesterday morning. I was saying why do I do what I do? Why am I talking about politics so boldly and just expressing it as much as I can? Why? Because of how much politics affects us. It affects every single one of us, whether you listen to politics or not. And there's a lot of crazy things going on in the world right now. And I just want to help people to see a different perspective that is all I'm here to do. It's show you and tell you why people are doing things and to give you a different perspective. That is why I do what I do. So I appreciate every single one of you guys that do listen and watch these videos. It's amazing. It's incredible. And as I am going to be continuing to f- bring the good news, the message um, just continue to stay tuned because there are going to be ways and opportunities for you to partner with me to help continue forward the good news message. So, ladies and gentlemen, with that, okay, we're going to end it here. I think it was a really good podcast and I hope that this has helped you. And if it has, go ahead, subscribe to me on any of the platforms that you guys are listening or watching on. That would be greatly appreciated. You guys are all awesome. You guys are incredible. You guys are amazing. I appreciate every single one of you guys that listen to me. It's awesome. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to remind you to be who you are in God. And God bless America. Yeah.